0: Do you know that certain peptides can benefit those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's? If you want to learn more about how peptides can help with thyroid autoimmunity and other chronic conditions, then you'll want to check out the brand new Peptide Summit, hosted by Dr. Jenny Flagar. In fact, peptides play a huge role in helping Dr. Jenny overcome her Hashimoto's condition. To register for the free Peptide Summit, visit saymythyroid.com forward peptides. Hey, this is Dr. Eric. And in this Q&A episode, I am going to answer the question, what is a thyroid storm? So a thyroid storm, it's a rare condition, and it's also an emergency situation. And when someone has a thyroid storm, conventional medical treatment is required. So people who have a thyroid storm may experience an increased resting heart rate, which, of course, is common with hyperthyroidism in general. But when it comes to thyroid storm, the heart rate commonly is over 150 beats per minute. Sometimes it could exceed 200 beats per minute. And people also may experience palpitations, which, again, is pretty common with hyperthyroidism, but it usually is more pronounced in a thyroid storm. They can have an increase in blood pressure, dizziness, as well as chest pain, shortness of breath. So these are some of the more common symptoms that people may experience when having a thyroid storm. And so what can you do from a treatment perspective? So this is definitely not a time and place for natural treatments. So if you're taking bugleweed, or you're taking motherwort, or you're taking both of these, or L-carnitine, lemon balm, this is not a time where you want to increase the dose of these herbs. This is a time where you probably will want to go to urgent care or their emergency room, just because the increasing the herbs that you're taking probably won't help when it comes to a thyroid storm. As far as the causes of a thyroid storm, so unmanaged hyperthyroidism, So if someone's taking, let's say, bugleweed, I had an episode in the past talking about bugleweed, and sometimes it's not effective. So that's also something to keep in mind. It's not just a matter of not doing anything. Obviously, that's a risk if someone has very high thyroid hormone levels and very high resting heart rate with palpitations, and they're not taking the medication or they're not taking herbs, then that's a risk. But if someone is taking the herbs and if they're not working, and again, their resting heart rate is very high, the thyroid hormone levels are very high, that could increase the risk of having a thyroid storm. Trauma could also be a factor, like a physical trauma, even real extreme emotional trauma potentially infection. So having an infection, like let's say if someone has Graves disease and then on top of that, they get an infection. Now, of course, infections can cause Graves disease, but let's say they have Graves due to a different reason, or maybe they have a gut infection like H. pylori that could have been a trigger, but while dealing with Graves, they get exposed to a virus and that could potentially lead to a thyroid storm. So that's uh, another common cause. And then getting back to the treatment. So I mentioned where it's not a time and place to take the herbs, but when you go to the urgent care or you go to the emergency room, some of the common drugs that they will recommend include beta blockers. They may give antithyroid medication if you're not taking anti-thyroid medication, But more more commonly, beta blockers also might include a blockade iodine drug. Iodine, again, something very controversial, but higher amounts of iodine could actually lower hyperthyroidism. But usually, it would be more of the beta blocker, sometimes the antithyroid medication. And it depends on the facility you go to. Every place is different when it comes to addressing a thyroid storm. Fortunately, it's something that I really haven't had to deal with. And I've been in practice for over, over 10 years. I have had patients have scares and go to their emergency room. Again, it's a time and place where you also don't want to wait on your natural health care practitioner if you're working with one, you know, the functional medicine doctor. I mean, of course, you could always run it by the practitioner if you could get a hold of them. But w- one case, for example, I had a patient years ago. That was experiencing some symptoms, dizziness, and it was on a weekend. It was, a, and she wasn't able to get in touch with me because, again, I, you know, keep in mind when I work with someone, I'm not their primary doctor. They may still work with an endocrinologist, but they might not work with an endocrinologist and consider me to be their primary care doctor. But again, I'm not their primary care doctor, so I'm not on call like 24 seven. So if someone experiences some symptoms, like if it's during the week and they contact the office, then they get my staff. And again, I'll give a quick response. And if it seems like it's it's an emergency situation, of course, I'll tell them. But if they contact me on a weekend, then they're probably not going to reach me. So you really have to use, in that case, they have to use their judgment. And same thing with you. If you are working with a natural healthcare practitioner, and if it's a, a weekend or a holiday or a time when you're, if you're not going to get a response and you're not sure what to do, then I would play it safe and go to urgent care or, again, the, the ER. Nobody wants to go to, to those places, especially the emergency room. But Everything comes down to risk versus benefits. Knock on wood, haven't lost any any patients. Because again, hyperthyroidism could be dangerous, especially with a thyroid storm. It, It could be deadly at times. Thankfully, most of the time it's not. But that's why I always... Tell people that you want to safely manage your symptoms while addressing the cause of the condition. It's not something to take lightly. And even if people don't do that, they're still unlikely to have a thyroid storm or something really bad to happen. It just increases the risk. And it's a risk that I wouldn't want anybody to take. So that's my response to the question, what is a thyroid storm? Hope you found my response to be valuable. And I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, please hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And if you'd like to connect with others with hyperthyroidism who are also trying to save their thyroid, you can join Dr. Eric's hyperthyroid healing community at hyperthyroidgroup.com.